the bridal chamber, July 17th. The days were flying by. I would sit and write another story at my computer, and I would worry about my condition. There was so much to worry about when it came to my awful situation, my health. What were those funny pains? Were they just funny pains, or were they nothing? Was I eating right? Should I feel as lethargic in the heat as I did? At times, I felt like I was a superb specimen of humanity. At others, I felt like I would never be anything. I suppose I was either manic-depressive or just had normal delusions of grandeur combined with a healthy disgust for human weakness and depravity. What was I writing about? Would I be morally responsible for what I was writing? Or was any writing justifiable since it existed in the realm of speculation? Did I endanger my soul and the eternal salvation that had been promised? What were my responsibilities? Was I being poisoned? Was I passing up wonderful opportunities? Was I too ambitious, or did I suffer from lethargy? Why so much gray matter? I paused to contemplate my schedule. I had four days off. Large portions of each day were given over to daily rituals, and I worried that I would not be able to do anything productive with the other parts of the day. I wondered about my friends in other parts of the world. Were they well? When I became too contemplative, I always turned to look at my wife. She was sitting in the corner, engaged with her needlework. I thought about how funny our relationship was. We had been together for five years, and with our recent isolation, now really only knew a world of each other. I had not met her parents. She was a mystery. This had endeared me to her at first but it eventually came to disturb me. By the same token, I didn't want her to ever meet my own family. Disturbing thoughts were inherent to that prospect. There were so many times that I evaluated her carefully. I did it, perhaps, almost as often as I evaluated myself. What kind of person was I? What kind of a person was she? I thought about the many reasons I had wanted to marry her. Her kindness, her strength, but most of all the dispassionate love that she had for me. I was always afraid of hysterical, gregarious people, but was also just nervous enough to feel backed into a corner if I was with a person more nervous than myself. And this is why I needed her specifically. Yet there were other things that bothered me about her. I tried to never think too long about them, though. 
these ideas were bad for my mind, and I knew that if I ever dwelled too long on them, I would go insane. What had I learned about human nature during my very long life? As pleased as I often was with my wife and with myself, I was often plagued with those feelings of doubt when I wondered if I was living my own life or somebody else's. The life of a fool. Was anything I had chosen for myself good enough for me? And then, I even began to imagine that others had these stupid thoughts as well. It came to my great surprise, however, when I slowly began to notice that my wife was changing. From a wonderful person, she was changing into perfection. Where she had once been a disinterested lover, she was becoming more active in the bedroom. This I enjoyed very much. She also stopped nagging me about the small vices that I had, such as drinking regularly and maybe running a bed drunk every couple of months. Recently, she had even been keeping up with my drinking on occasion. And where she had once avoided my friends, she now made great efforts to meet them and to understand them and to keep in touch. This pleased me greatly, and our social lives improved. Where we once rarely went out, we now went out all the time. At some point, she also became more ambitious and began working two or three part-time jobs. I was worrying that one, or more, of them was illegal and had a talk with her about these activities. I found out the worst. To be able to afford the expensive gifts that she gave me, she had taken up prostitution. How could she give me something superficial by taking something precious away from me? My trust in her. I was at a loss for what to think. I said nothing, but still I looked at her again. She had grown more beautiful than she had ever been before, and I felt a glow coming from her. All of the things that I had ever liked about her had been amplified, and her smile shamed me for my thoughts. I fell in love with her again day after day after day. She was never moody with me anymore, and she had learned to completely tolerate my vices. We often went out for drives in the country, and she would nibble at my ear when we sat on benches in bamboo forests overlooking tiny shrines, the mosquitoes nipping at her ankles. Then one day, she called me into the study. What is this? She asked me. That? Oh, that's just a story I'm writing. I don't appreciate what you're doing. It's quite obvious that this is a story about me. You are writing about how I have changed, changed for the better. But 
but also that you don't know me anymore. What is it? What does it mean? Who are you going to show this to? You don't need to write about your family life. Just write about other people. Who is going to read this, huh? Who? I. Uh.